socially powered digital marketing show, The Digital Marketer's Guide to Emerging Technology, covering blockchain, cryptocurrency, and social media disruption. Hey there, I'm Aaron Sell, your host of the show. This week, we're going to be discussing social media, StreamYard, and live streaming with Julie Riley. Julie is the social media manager for StreamYard. She believes social media is more than writing a few words and grabbing a picture to post online. She strives to be constantly learning. As social media evolves and changes, she wants to be at the forefront of this knowledge. Let's jump into this interview with Julie. Welcome, Julie, to the Socially Powered Digital Marketing Show. This is actually the first time that I'm live streaming the show. Yay. So you're, you're my first live stream. And as I was saying to you, maybe I'll do more. I the, love it. I, the live streaming. I think I you should. Know. Yeah, I'm kind of like, we'll see how this goes. Part of my, I guess, hesitation would be I have quite a bit of traveling coming up. So that makes it a little more difficult because I won't have, you know, my my computer, my lights, my camera, my, my, I mean, I will probably take my mic with me, but um, yeah. Welcome, Julie Riley. Julie is the social media manager for StreamYard, which is a live streaming platform. Um, so one of the things I always do with my show is talk about how we met. And I'm pretty sure it's, it's so funny because I feel like it's, I'm, I'm on repeat for this because it's, it's almost always like, Oh, well, so-and-so and I met at Social Media Marketing World. What yep. year was it? <laughs> and I never remember because I feel like I've known everybody for forever and ever. Three so I'm trying to think years. what year we would have met. 2016 like, was my first year. I think okay. we probably met in 17. That would make – well, so then what year did you come to um, Social Media Day Denver? I didn't get to come. That, That's right. You didn't get to come. You were supposed no, to come. And then something happened to. and you didn't come. Yeah. So it funny. all felt literally the day before right. I was supposed to leave. It fell apart. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm sad. I missed it. Uh, well, maybe we'll do it again someday. I don't know. <sighs> I hope so. <laughs> Julie, I'm excited to have you here today. Um, we're going to talk about a couple things. You've been doing social media for your own company, for other companies, for Agency. how many years now? I got started in social media in 2010 or 11. Um, That's when very early in the yes. world of social media. I mean, yeah. somebody who's been in it for 10 years, that's you're like way OG. <laughs> Right. Well, and I can kind of actually even back it up a little bit even before that. Um, at the very, very early days of eBay selling and eBay business pages, um, I got started with um, the Harley Davidson dealership that I was working with there. Then as I left them, I transitioned into I had a cake business and I promoted really? my cake business 100% on um, Facebook and Instagram. And it was at the very, very beginning days of Facebook business pages. And so started with that as my cake business there. And that's really where I fell in love with social media and realized while I love doing cakes, 
people don't want to pay the price for them a lot of times because they're right. so time consuming. There's so much work when I could really just go more into social media and just enjoy doing cakes on the side here and there. Um, and I don't even do them anymore, but uh, I was able to get a job with an agency here in Wichita and start really diving deep into social media for businesses at the agency. Nice. So it's it's funny just because I recently had Jen Cole on and she was basically saying the same thing about how she started, um, what was it, Pilates? Zumba. Zumba, Zumba. I was like, I knew it was one of those, one of those things, Zumba. Okay, so let's let's dive into some. So you've done a whole lot of like Facebook and community building. So oh, yes. let's talk about what are your biggest like tips and tricks for building a community on Facebook. Oh my gosh! So you have to have a plan when you're going into building your community. Um, you know, you can anybody can start a Facebook group and be like, hey, I'm going to have a group. But what is the purpose of your group? What is the premise? And why are people going to come to your group and spend time there? Um, setting some, the why, the why is always start with why. There's a reason there's a book written on that. <laughs> right. um, so, you know, start there. And then uh, after that, start to make sure that you establish some clear guidelines and rules. Because as your group go grows, it can quickly become the wild, wild west out there if you don't have the guidelines and rules. Have a team, if your group gets big enough, that can help you moderate and manage it. Um, you know, our StreamYard community group is amazing. We have 18.2 thousand members in that group. Wow. It is massive, um, which I love. And so we definitely had to be, you know, very clear about the guidelines and rules. So we don't have just pure chaos and junk in there all the time. And then people are going, well, this group's a waste. Why would I even check in? So that's really the big, big starting foundation. From there, talk to your community, engage with them, go live with them. And find out what they're wanting. You know, we are going to start a um, learning series um, for our group that we want to be able to bring educational content to our members to where they can improve their streams or learn tips and tricks that go beyond the basics. So we dropped a poll in there and said, what are the top things you want to learn about? We gave them kind of a basic list. And then we said, and if you don't see what you want to learn about on this list, add it. So we dropped a poll in there nice. and we're able to get feedback. We now have about the next three to five shows planned out for what we're going to teach them because they told us what they want. Right. And, and then we're not sitting there going, oh my God, what do what, we need to do something? What do we do? <laughs> right. No, that's, I mean, that is great advice. And I think, I think that's super key is asking people for what they need from you because sometimes I feel like as a business owner or, you know, just in this world, you're always like pushing your agenda mm -hmm. instead of asking for what somebody needs, whatever. I mean, even in personal, right? Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. And, and it's easy to just, you have something in the back of your mind and you're like, this is a great idea and I'm going to run with it. And you run with it and everybody's like, what'd they do that for? Because right. it wasn't what they wanted. Um, and, and I think it's a typical, um, just your retail sales, any kind of selling technique, you have to deliver 
what your customers want, not what you want, because what you want may be totally different or may just be off the mark. So that's, that's the easiest way is go in there and talk to your community, get to know them. The other thing that I love is we, we just had a contest recently. We were wanting some user feedback and some things from our community. So we asked and we said, share a video with us. We're going to have a giveaway. We gave out a prize um, for the winner that we chose for the people, but we got 18 user-generated content videos. We asked them, why are they thankful for StreamYard? We told them when they submitted the video that that was also going to be a release that we can use that video in marketing purposes. Right. So we have a massive amount of user-generated content now. We gave out the prize and we turned around and said, this was amazing and the videos were great. So we also sent everybody a mug because it's something small that we can do for them to say, thank you for providing us with something that's going to help us. Right. No, that's amazing. The other thing in those big communities and even your smaller communities is find the people that are the most active and enlist them for help, whether it's a volunteer help position or whether it's just that somebody's asked a question and you know that John over here has the answer because John is always on top of providing the information and just tagging John and saying, hey, John, do you know what, what this person's looking for? They're your active right. users. They're not going to be offended if you tag them. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, I know that because they're in there all the time anyways. Right. It's it's funny that you say that because I know we're both big fans of Agora Pulse and I find myself in not only the Agora Pulse group, but any other group, anytime somebody says, what's your favorite social media management tool? Oh yes. Uh, duh, it's Agora Pulse. Always 100%. Agora Pulse. <laughs> yeah. I know. I should have, I should have had that hoodie like with right. the stream yard right over mine's, here. Mine's in the other room. And I see you've got the same, you've got, I see your mug back there or your the water bottle. Water bottle. Yeah. Yep. I, mine's in the, mine's in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. I, I rotate it's, it's between so funny. water bottles. All your, all of your background. I'm like, I see your X stand, mm -hmm. which I need to buy. I, I told Jen I was getting one and then I, I held off because I wasn't sure on shipping. I didn't want it to mm -hmm. arrive when I wasn't here. Oh yeah. So I, I, I need to, I need to get on that before I leave again. So it's funny because I'll use it. And then when I'm done using it, I go prop my plant on it. Right. And so I'm like, yeah, it's, purpose. it's like it's a perfect plant holder too. That's so exactly. Cool. So I actually, that's the new version of the X stand that's behind me. And then okay. the old version is oh, that way is there holding my oh, lamp. <laughs> I love it. So that is the original version um, that's there. So I've okay. got both versions over there. Nice. Nice. So let's talk a little bit about StreamYard and and what it is. So um, it's funny because, like I said, I haven't been live streaming. Um, I did an article comparing StreamYard and BeLive and Ecamm, like probably, I don't even know, two years ago for Social Media Examiner. Okay. Um, so I, you know was using all of them and did like a comparison of the pros and cons. Um, but I did, obviously we're using StreamYard today. Yes. So, so just yeah. tell me, tell everybody a little bit about what StreamYard does and, and how you can, how you can 
take advantage of it in business. Yeah. So, well, and from your article, if it was a couple years ago, that was like the early days of StreamYard. Yeah. So, well, so and, much and it's has so changed. Funny when I when I logged in, I was like, "Oh, wow! There's so much that they've added." And I knew you guys had added a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. I just hadn't been in there to see it. So, yeah. So, StreamYard is a multi-streaming tool that allows you to log into one dashboard, and you can stream to Facebook profiles. Facebook pages, Facebook groups, LinkedIn profiles, LinkedIn pages, LinkedIn of events. If you've been approved for LinkedIn streaming, you have right. to apply for LinkedIn streaming and be approved. Um, Periscope, Twitch, YouTube Live, and what we call a custom RTMP. So um, you can hook that in through uh, your website, right. uh, Amazon Live, there's some other places that will allow you to, they will provide you with an RTMP code and then you can stream live through there. Actually, uh, news stations, television stations use RTMP coding. So um, I know we had somebody in our group who asked about streaming to TV and they're like, well, you know, I was able to do something, but it was a special, like you can't just get access to your TV station. They have to provide you with that. Right. But I mean, as far out as that. So you have, I mean, a massive amount of options of places you can stream to with this one tool. What's really great about it is that you don't then have to have five cameras in front of you and five screens going, okay, there's comments over here on YouTube and comments over here on Facebook and comments. And it pulls all the comments from all of the locations you're streaming to into one place so you can read them, you can still interact with all of your audiences, you can bring the comments up on the screens. It's really nice in that fact, which is so awesome because that's a big chunk of going live is you want to have that interaction with the people that are watching your show. You want to be able to have a conversation and make it more than just you. You can ask questions and the audience can answer and you can interact back. We have um, a show on our Facebook page that is our town hall that are the founders of StreamYard. And it's every Sunday at 8 p.m. Central time. So translate that to your time zone. <laughs> um, so 8 p.m. Central time. And it's great because Gage and Dan hop on there and literally people can just ask questions about upcoming features or about things they might have had trouble with or suggest a feature they're interested in. Engage and Dan will sit there and read them off and interact nonstop. And that's the whole point of that show is to have a conversation with the StreamYard users. Cool. But I just anyways, I just wanted to add because yeah. I felt like it was so easy to to set it up. Mm -hmm. Like it was literally, it's like pick your where you want it to go to. Yes. Add your title, add a little brief description, upload an image to share, and then pick your time and hit the button. And so then, you know, you just on the day of, and I scheduled, obviously, when did I, I scheduled this? I think Sunday, I don't know, ago. It was a couple days ago, but then it's nice because then it notifies everybody, Hey, we're going to go live on this day at this time. Yeah. And so then your followers know, and then if they want, they can, you know, get a reminder. Well, and that was when they built StreamYard, they really built it off of, they said there were three pillars. And it's ease of use, stability, and professional streams. 
And that was what they wanted was they wanted you to be able to log on and go live. So if you're the most basic of user, you're brand new to live streaming, you're not going to be overwhelmed and complicated and be like, this is way too difficult for me. I'm out. But if you're somebody who is very advanced, there are so many other things you can do and add to it. Um, so it really fits in for all levels of users. That's awesome. We are, I mean, this is technically, this is a podcast, um, but I do want to, I want to do like a demo so people can see StreamYard. And if you're listening to the podcast, then you, if you want to, you can go watch the, the video. And of course, we'll have that in the show notes um, with the link to, to this video. Julie, do you want to do a share screen? Yeah. So and, and kind of walk people through what StreamYard looks like and, and the ease of use. For those of you listening to the podcast, you may want to go check out the show notes to watch this video if you're interested in seeing what StreamYard looks like as the rest of this podcast really goes into more description and it probably won't make a lot of sense if you're not looking at the video. You can access the show notes at sociallypowered.com forward slash 018. What it looks like right before you go to log into StreamYard. And all you have to do is you set up where you want it to go to the destinations. This is my test one I have set up. And you can change your name. If I only wanted my first name there, um, I could do that. So you just put in whatever display name you want and you enter the broadcast studio. From here, this is where down here you would add yourself to the stream or remove yourself. You would add a guest if you had a guest. So I'm gonna do that and just mute that. Um, if you had a guest, you would have these options down here for different kinds of layouts. The great thing is, is if you, for instance, had one guest bigger, like this particular ROM would have one guest bigger and two smaller, you can drag around the sizing. So you could make a different guest the bigger one um, and the other two the smaller. Same with this, where you kind of have the picture-in-picture -picture look. Right. So what's really great is here, this screen right here the, um, is on the left-hand, the right-hand side of my screen, is where all those captions are showing up if we were live. And so that's where I would just then click on that, and that would show the caption that would come up on the screen. Then what I love about StreamYard is you get to personalize it to your branding. So you're not just stuck with, you know, the StreamYard Blue, the StreamYard Duck. Uh, now, depending on the level of package you have. So there are, there's a free version. There's our basic version and our pro version. And what you're using, Aaron, is actually the essentials version that came okay. out as a Black Friday, Cyber Monday special. If you go to our website right now, you will not see that package. That was a special package option. Um, so what most people would get if they got the free version is it would have this logo here um, that is stuck. And you cannot get rid of that logo on the free version. On the basic and the pro version, you can change that logo out to whatever logo you want. Of course, I'm with StreamYard, so I have the StreamYard logo. Um, I don't have any other one in there. With your version, Erin, you have the StreamYard written across the top of the screen, but you can also add your own logo to it. Oh, okay. So, 
Yeah. I'm, I'm looking around the, I'm like, I just added my logo. There you go. And um, so with the branding, you can also then go in and change your colors. So right now it's set, of course, to our StreamYard blue, but let's say my branding was neon purple. Then now it's purple. Um, so you can change it to your custom um, cool. hex number. You can also change the way the name looks. If you don't want it to be so obvious, you can flip it over to something more minimal. Then it can kind of get a lot of fun. So now here's where we have what's called overlays. And overlays can be created in Canva, Easel, Photoshop, um, whatever design program you're using. And you literally would just create an image that then would have a transparent background. And you can drop that over the top. We see people who um, in our group have made Christmas ones or um, Halloween ones, different themed ones, or they really have it set to what their show is and their branding. Um, and so those overlays are a lot of fun. I don't have any um, new ones created yet. I haven't gotten that far with things. You That's can fun. add I love that. video clips. So video clips are great if you wanted a timer for a show. Um, I don't know if the volume will click on them with this, but so like I have like a 30 second or a one minute countdown timer. Do that as a countdown before your show goes live. Yes. Cause you know, it always takes a minute when Facebook drops the notification that you're live right. and yeah. you're kind of like, okay, well, do I just jump in and let people just miss what I'm saying at the beginning or do I drop a timer? So I love that timer option because then it's going to give that notification that you're live and it's going to have a minute before it goes out. This is great. I didn't even realize that StreamYard did all this stuff. So yes. I'm getting a tutorial as well. Yeah. <laughs> and what's really great is let's say you just have a video you want to share, an intro video or right. an outro video. Um, yep. We'll go back to Agora Pulse. If you've watched any of their shows, they have that whole little video clip at the beginning. And that is just done right here where you can upload a video. Currently, your limit is five minutes. But okay. I can say that uh, that will be changing soon. Okay. <laughs> uh, you're, so right now you're limited to a five minute video, but stay tuned. Then you can also have backgrounds. So when you have the boxes and you kind of see the background color, you can change from um, right now you can't see it because I'm taking up the whole screen. But if I removed myself from the screen, you would see that it's changing the backgrounds to different background options. And you can upload, again, whatever background image you want there. So that's really nice. If you want the stream, the sh display names on or off, depending on what you're using, are you going live? Are you recording? Because you can also record in the back end and then download it later if you're on a paid plan. Um, the, the free plan you cannot record um, and download later, but the paid you can. Yes, great way to populate the stream before you start. I love that because it does. It gives that time for everybody to get noticed. I like that you added your your logo up there. I can see it now. Right. I know. I was, so, I was playing around while you were. Yeah. Then you have banners and tickers that you can create, um, which is really great. So I, our contest that I said we had and we gave away a prize, we went live to announce the contest winner. So I created a ticker that was just congratulations to Jennifer, who was our winner. And we had that going. Now, one of the things that will change is again on that branding. If you're on the minimal, it looks like that. If you're on the theme, it looks like that. So that's where it changes that look. Or you have just actual 
you can pop something up on the screen. So if you had a website you wanted to direct people to or a hashtag you wanted them to use, uh, show notes link or whatever you're wanting to have up on the screen, you can have that as a banner there that would stay. So you have the ticker and the banner option. And same with this one where you can change it to the more minimal look or the more colorful look. And so I'm gonna hide that. So that's kind of the back end. If you had a video in the middle that you were wanting to share, we have people who have done um, streams with like nonprofits or award shows where they're, you know, talking to the award winner and then they're going to share a video of that, which has been super useful this year during 2020 and the inability to do things in person. Uh, right. So you could have that and you could say, now we're going to watch a video seeing, you know, what such and such has done over the past year or their work or, you know, whatever your video is. You can throw that right in the middle of a stream. So it doesn't have to just go at the beginning or the end. It goes whenever and you want to And if you're doing that, is there a time limit on those? Right now, five minutes. Five minutes, okay. Yeah, and that's just where it and all of the videos fall under the same limit at the moment. Okay. And then that will be changing. Right, cool. Yeah. What are like the biggest tips for live streaming? Obviously, good camera, good lighting. So good camera and good lighting are a good sound are super important. However, I tell people don't let that limitation stop you from going live because we all, almost all of us, I, you know, I, I used to, I do still teach workshops. And one of the questions I'd ask is, does everybody have one of, one of these, right? right. You have a thousand dollar camera already. You, you own a really expensive camera. Um, so don't think that you have to then go out and buy, you know, a big DSLR or a big webcam. You already own one. There are lots of tutorials on how to actually hook this up and use this as a webcam. The other thing is, is StreamYard does work on mobile devices. Now you can't share a screen. So if you were needing to share a screen, you're a little bit more limited on mobile um, because it's just you're on mobile. Can it's, you, I'm just curious mm -hmm. if you, because like on a Mac, if you, can you share like from phone to Mac, from iPhone to Mac? I'm not Maybe? 100% sure. Maybe. I'm just thinking like <laughs> on Zoom, you can easily, you know what I mean? Like you can easily mm -hmm. share what you're doing on your phone yeah. to a I, Zoom. I, I, I just think you can, Maybe. but I don't want to say yes. Um, right. That would be a question for our community of like okay. super smart, amazing streamers. Yeah. But um, it's not a standalone app. You just access StreamYard through the web browser on your phone. So okay. you can access it on your phone, your iPad, yes. any of those. And then, um, so don't let equipment stop you. If you are going to do live and you're going to use your phone or you're using a nice camera or a web camera, make sure it's mounted to a tripod little holder so you're not sitting there, you know, you can only hold right. your phone still for so long before you're just going to have a shaky hand. Yeah. Um, you can get, you know, a nice mic. You can get a medium level mic. You can get a $20 lavalier mic from Amazon that plugs in. Like, right. again, there's not really an excuse there. Uh so your equipment, you pretty much already own and or can get started for cheap. Ring lights, you can get for as little as like $30 and up. You can get into. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. I don't have one here. I have like those little, you know, Archon mm -hmm. mounts lights. 
Exactly. Um, I I can't reach mine. Yeah, it's normally I have them like sitting right in my desk, but I must have put them away. <laughs> it's funny because I literally have one directly to the right of me and directly to the left of me, but they're right. both out of reach. Um, of course. So that that's the simple basics to get started. And um, you know, as you get more advanced, as you get more comfortable, and you're doing it frequently, upgrade a piece at a time. You know, move up to a nicer mic. Um, I say don't move in such small increments, though, that then you're like, okay, well, I moved up to the $50 mic. And then, it, you know, six months later, I'm going to move up to the $100 mic, because then you're just throwing your money away. At that point, just save a little and buy what you want. Um, go in with a plan. You don't have to have a script. In fact, please don't have a script if you're going live. You want it to be real, genuine, and human. We're all going to stumble it over our words at a time. We, we may make a mistake or push the wrong button or something. But that's what makes live so great is you're human and you're genuine and you're not um, trying to make up this weird talking head script that you sound like a news station because you're not. Um, now, if you're a news station, I mean, by all means, have have your uh, teleprompter. But yeah. <laughs> um, in general, I say just be genuine and human, have a plan, but again, don't let creating the plan stop you. You've got to get in there at some point and push the button. As Brian Fanzo likes to say, press the damn button right? and go live and get it done. That everybody should go check out StreamYard and I would love it if they'd use my affiliate link. Yes. And I was just setting up a short code to make it easier so it's, um, if you go to sociallypowered.com forward slash StreamYard, then if you decide to join StreamYard, um, I, what's the affiliate deal? Is it you get 10 bucks, I think? Let's see. I can tell you real quick. Yeah. If you, you it says, if you use my code, you'll receive $10. Yeah. So. And you could go create a banner real quick and type that link on your banner and pop that banner up on your screen. So that's, that's super easy to do. You know, the thing with live is... This is the chance for people to get to know, like, and trust you and you to be able to interact with the people who are watching it and for them to feel like they're a part of what you have to say. So get out there and say it and don't um, let all of these overcomings. You know, I hear from my clients when I was doing agency work all the time is I hate seeing myself on camera. So a couple ways to help with that are one, get over it. <laughs> That's that's the easiest one. It just just don't worry about it. Two, practice if that's what makes you uncomfortable. Set up your camera in front of you. Don't go live and record or create a dummy Facebook group that only you have access to and go live in there all day long. Nobody else is in that group, so nobody else can see it. Make that your sandbox and your practice ground before you go live to the public. That will help you get comfortable in front of the camera. It will help you see things and hear things too. I know, for instance, I tend to say so too much. And I'm oh, trying to work on that. Too. I'm trying to work on that. But I would not have known that had I not gone back and listened to myself. And so now I know that that is something that I need to work on and, and try to get better at. Yes. So you have to go watch yourself and, and listen to those things. Yeah, or or start a podcast and edit it yourself and you realize <laughs> oh, how much you say so. <laughs> exactly. The other one is that I hear is 
I hate hearing myself. And I will tell you, and and Deb got me this term the last time I was live somewhere, and I maybe she'll pop it in the comments again because I cannot remember the term, but there's actually a term for that when you don't like to hear the sound of your own voice. Oh. And um, it's very, it's actually a very common thing that most of us don't like the sound of our own voice, but what we're hearing and what other people are hearing are completely different. So that is another one to just kind of push to the side and say, I know that that's okay. And I know that what others are hearing is not what I'm hearing in my own head. So funny because I feel like I used to hate the sound of my voice. And then I think as I've been like doing the podcast and just being a speaker and hearing myself I, over the years, I've gotten used to it. So now it doesn't bug me anymore. Exactly. And that's yeah. the more you do it. The more you watch your shows back, the more you listen to yourself, mm -hmm. the more you will realize that these overcomings and objections are really just up here in your own mind and right. they're not something to be worried about. Those are really my big things, though. That's, this has been awesome. I, I feel like everybody has really enjoyed this. I'm seeing, I mean, there's all kinds of good feedback in the comments here. So thank you, Julie for being here and, and sharing about StreamYard and giving us all these tips and tricks. What is the best way to connect with you? And yeah. Yeah. My social handle is at social jewels and it's J E W E L S I C T. And that is pretty much, you can find me just about everywhere with that TikTok and LinkedIn and Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and so social jewels ICT. Cool. And I will, of course, link to, to you on, on the blog post. And Deb did respond. It is voice confrontation. Yeah. I knew there was a term. And I, one of these days that term will like stick in my head and I'll remember it. But So unfortunately, we lost the last couple minutes of that broadcast um, thanks to technology. So I just wanted to say, uh, you know, thank you to Julie Riley for being on the show. Um, also, just a reminder that you can use my discount code, affiliate code, whatever, to get registered for StreamYard. And you just simply go to sociallypowered.com forward slash StreamYard and you will receive $10 in credit. Um, Besides that, uh, let's just close with, you know, be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss out on our latest episodes. And if you are enjoying the show, of course, we would love a review. Be sure to connect with us on all your favorite social media platforms. We are on all the socials at Socially Powered, sharing tips, tricks, and the latest episodes on all things social, crypto, and blockchain related. Have a great day.